With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Post Game Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave a five-star review. My name is Ramon Chavez. I'm here uh, in the press box with Owen Evans. Owen, uh, just walk us through what's been going on. Obviously, Rising lose today 1-0 at home to El Paso, their third consecutive home loss. Uh, from what I've been able to see here on the stats, their third, their longest losing streak since 2016, if I'm correct. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, the longest home losing streak. Since Phoenix, they became Phoenix Rising. Last time they lost three home games in a row was 2016 when they were called Arizona United. Look, today there's a lot of questions that I've got. Unfortunately, someone didn't show up to answer them today. <laughs> and I have to be perfectly frank, it, it's cowardly. Mm. It's cowardly. Your team loses three home games in a row. And what you do is you walk off because you just want to address your team. You won't face the music to the fans. You know, you'll go and tweet tomorrow, I'm sure. But look, it's cowardly. There is no other word for it. Cowardly. Yeah. No, and it's... quite frankly, it's what I'm seeing on Twitter. It's, it's not good enough. Not yeah. good enough. No, definitely. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody that's currently on the YouTube chat. We really appreciate you sticking around. Like uh, Owen said, uh, Rick Shantz did not come out to face uh, the, the press and, and answer some questions that they had prepared for them. Uh, I don't know if you had any more details in regards to that, but no. I'm assuming he was in in, uh, in the locker room speaking to the players, uh, letting his feelings know. Uh, I wasn't able to see what happened after the final whistle. There were some words with officials. Is, uh, were you able to catch anything? Oh, there was that? more than just that. There was some verbal toing and froing between someone wearing an El Paso. Uh, wow. El Paso gear, Rick, Bobby. Bobby turning around and making comments like, oh, that's classy. Why don't you just report it to the league? I don't have a clue what happened there, but whatever happened in the final whistle, there was some kind of meltdown mm-hmm. between El Paso staffer, Bobby Dooley, Rick Shantz involved, all of these people involved. Rick, of course, had some words for the officials after the game. It's a shame, of course, that he didn't have any words for us after the game. Yeah. But look, what happened from what I gather after the match, we were told initially it was going to be a 10-minute cool-off period mm-hmm. that, that Rick needed to go off and cool off a yeah. bit. Then it became he was going to speak to his players before he came out to speak to us. And then it became 40 minutes after we were initially told that it was going to be a 10-minute cool-off period. It becomes, well, he's not going to be coming out. Wow. So I don't have any more details on that. I don't know. I know that a lot of people in here in the chat are questioning things, and a lot of people on, on Twitter as well are questioning things about, quite frankly, what does that tell us? Mm-hmm. 
Well, it tells us one of two things. I think it tells us that he's either being fired, which I don't know. I've got nothing to tell me that specifically at all. Yeah. Or he's being cowardly tonight. And yeah. quite frankly, after a third straight home loss, the fans deserve better. Mm-hmm. And that also starts with coming out and actually being accountable. There's quite a debate on the chat right now, whether it's up to the players. There were numerous chances today. Uh, you know, Kalistri had a few. There were some at, towards the end of the game where Rising could have at least evened up the score. But then there's another, the other side of the debate here on the chat where they're blaming Rick Schantz for the losses. The, the, you know, the amount of losses that Rising have experienced this year is, is if you would have told me that, hey, Ramon, they're going to be losing this amount of, of games by maybe the, a third of the season, I would have told you, you're crazy. Yeah. There's no way yeah. this team should be losing like that. So yeah. what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, they've lost what now, is it? Seven games this season? Mm-hmm. And that's through 14 games. They lost five games last year through 32. Yeah. And things only get more difficult from here. Mm-hmm. They're going away to Loudoun. Look, it's Loudoun, I accept. Not a good team. Still an East Coast trip. Not very simple. Then they go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. They've already lost a game in Vegas this season. We know yeah. the surface there is not good. We know that it is a place of real distraction. And they're not and the Vegas of old. They, they just they're won not the tonight. Vegas of old. They, yeah. Look, it... I'm not convinced that they'll necessarily come away with a win from that. Mm-hmm. You come home, you play Orange County, the defending champions. And then you've got to go away and play the two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference on the road. Mm-hmm. Separate trips, two trips east. For I, I just, I don't know. You're playing with fire here. You You're playing up. with fire. This is really playing with fire right now, right? If, it, if Oakland had scored one more goal tonight, mm-hmm. Rising would be outside the playoff line. Right. After 14 games played, they will be outside the playoff line. Yep, rising Is currently that seventh. Enough? Is seventh. that good enough? Mm-mm. No, certainly not. Uh, right now, looking at the standings, Phoenix rising in seventh place on the cusp of missing the playoff if they were to start today. But 21 points, negative six goal difference. Uh, El Paso leapfrogs them, moves into fourth place, 24 points. Sacramento, New Mexico United, all teams that we know rising can beat are ahead of them. So what's the issue? What's going on here? Is it the offense? Do they need to bring in more players? Is it the coaching? It, I feel like we have this conversation every single Saturday, Owen. We do. And we throw we our do. hands up. And Rick, and like you're saying, problem. he gets up in the morning. He, sa- he says, I watched the game. I'm, I'm tweeting out about the game saying, hey, I watched it. We, we just didn't execute. And then the next week it happens again. So at that point, is it the players? Is it, is it, is it the coaching staff? Is it something but deeper than can, that? You can get deeper in that and talk about with the players. Are the players not playing and performing well because they just you know aren't in it and if they're not in it why are they not in it yeah does rick command as much respect in that dressing room as maybe he has in the past yeah we know again right social media will tell you you look at what people were liking right around the time of jonathan levin's departure people weren't happy and that was people inside the locker room Mm. weren't happy that's the image that's being put out to the rest of the world at the moment and quite frankly I really don't know how you pick this up. Yeah. I don't know. What's the fix? Anyway, it's a shame, right? Because I thought there were certain things today that were better. Yeah, I think definitely. They were creating more chances, mm-hmm. even if they weren't finishing them. Mm-hmm. They weren't finishing chances. The second half, though, and we were talking about this upstairs. Look, did they fight back after the red card? Yes. But there were definite spells early in that second half where you were almost like, this feels like last week. Yeah. It feels like last week where they were in the game in the first half, and then the second half, they just fall out of it. Now, again, they fought after the red card. I will give them that. Yeah. There was some heart shown by them. And that's what boys, I was thinking. But... I was like, what does Rick have to lose? You know, they're already down 1-0. They're down to 10 men. 
Just throw everything you have. It's, at least try to get a tie. And that's the thing that I want to emphasize. When you start losing games at home, when you're not getting at least a point at home, it's going to make it that much difficult. When you go on the road, when you make those long road trips, when you face teams that are a lot better than Rising is currently, it's going to be a lot tougher to climb up those playoff positionings. And, yeah, it's only a third into, this, uh, into the way of the season, but those points are crucial when you're getting into you know the later half of the season, especially in October. Phoenix Rising has played 14 games this season. Nine of them have been at home. Nine of them have been at home, and they're seventh in the table. Yeah. Okay? You know, I'll, I'll add something else here. Uh, one of the comments in here from Turk5700, adding on, but our better games are ahead of us. Mm-hmm. I understand that people want to be optimistic. I understand all of that. But I ask this and ask this seriously. Where is the evidence? It's easy to make assertions like that and be positive and mm-hmm. kind of, but what is it that tells us they'll get better other than, oh, I believe in them. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know that, that we can do better than this. Mm-hmm. We can't. They can. These boys can. Yeah. But will they? Mm-hmm. And right now, personally, I am not seeing the evidence that they will. I mean, yeah. as, as BJ there is saying in the comments, five and four at home. Five and four at home. That's terrible. That but- kind of home form does not win you titles. No doesn't get you even close to titles yeah uh, yeah no and and i and to turk's comment here lambert probably back next week i'm not sure if he plays especially if he's going to be playing against mexico earlier later this week but someone like arturo rodriguez and i feel like you really noticed his absence today when mm-hmm. it came to that midfield quinn dropped down a little bit more he was doing his usual quinn stuff but say he has you know when he's not scoring those bangers like what else is he bringing into the table especially to that midfield uh, we saw him get animated, and he does that a lot. But if he's not scoring, what else is he contributing uh, to the midfield? Now, you see Koze. I felt Koze had a really good 20, 30 minutes after that. I feel maybe he wasn't ready to give you a full 90, especially with that effort that was required in the midfield. But I felt like he was okay. But after that red card, it's just it just makes it, it really tough. Off, especially it? if you're not, if you're not, you know, they were creating chances in the first half. But in that second half, I don't know what happens in that dressing room during halftime where they come out flat, they come out with no energy where the other team actually takes, you know, the, the, you know, the, the leadership when it comes to creating chances and rising, just fight back in the 10 minutes and they throw their hands up, see what happens. And that's the game. It's yeah. not, it's not something that can happen. Uh, you know, can continue to happen. You know what? That's, that's a great question, right? And it's funnily enough, a question that I wanted to put tonight. Mm-hmm. And of course we weren't able to put it. So, you know what? Maybe, should we just start compiling a list of questions? Should we? Should we? Do you want to do it? We can just sit here and go through all the questions we'd have liked to have asked. Yeah. So there's one. What exactly is being said in the locker room at halftime? Mm-hmm. And that's a question because ultimately they're coming out and looking flatter initially. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think there's more questions in there in terms of what is going wrong in the defensive transition. Rising in the first half, definitely. Did they look better on the attack? Yes. Yes, they did. I will not question that. They were creating chances. I feel, and it's I don't always like singling people out, but Joey Calistri has to finish some of those chances. But here's, right? the, here's the thing about that, though. Calistri is not a natural winger. He's in those positions. No, he is, kind of. So yeah. he plays better on the on the sides. But, yeah, can you really expect Joey to – if it was Greg Hurst missing those, I'd put a little bit more pressure mm. on Hurst. But, yeah, Calistri has to do better than that. But can you really fault him? That's not maybe his, his bona fide position. So when that happens, yeah, maybe if you miss three, four, five consecutive ones, yeah, that's when I get – a little bit, you know, hesitant to say, hey, maybe do a better job with that. But can you really fault them with that? And I think that's just that's something that I've been saying as well. I feel like 
if Epps is not working out, Kalis, you can't really express Kalistri to give you that kind of you know production on that end, you know, because that's not him. That's not who he is. No, and it, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to see this, you know, again, game after game, where it's just like today actually some of the chances were created, but they weren't created for yeah. annoyingly enough the center forward that's actually in form. Uh, the guy who I'd like to see being able to get the ball at his feet yep. in the penalty area because I think he can actually do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think, I, I, I'll be fair, actually, I'll say to Santi, I thought I had a better game. He's today playing better every game. I, I did see an improvement. Yeah. I saw an improvement. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a positive. And I'll, I'll take that. I'll accept that. I just... <sighs> it's just rough. It's, it's just frustrating. Rough. It's frustrating yeah. to watch this when you know that this is a team that, quite frankly, is a lot better than this. And... I'm really at a loss for words right now as to what it is that is not clicking in there, mm-hmm. what it is that just isn't working. But again, as we have said before, after rough games, we sit down. Funnily enough, that's not our job to work out. That's somebody else's job to work out. Yeah. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's happening. Do you want to take a quick break to talk about our friends at Four Peaks? We're definitely going to need some Four Peaks. I'm gonna, so. <laughs> I think I'm going to get home. I'm going to crack open a couple of cans or a couple of bottles. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, it was really, really needed happen. tonight. I uh, I was walking around the the concourse today, and I saw I was able to see some kilt lifter in the house. So definitely gonna be looking forward to that later on tonight. But if you guys do enjoy Four Peaks Brewing Company, make sure to be uh, you do have to be 21 uh, years and older, and of course enjoy responsibly. So shout out to our sponsor, Four Peaks Brewing Company. I'm missing the wow. I haven't got any wow in the house. <laughs> oh, that's gonna disappoint me. I enjoy a good wow. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Shout out again to everybody in the chat. Corey says here we need to start the match like we're a man down. Yes. Yeah. Why do you play like that when you're a man down? They need to play with that urgency from the get-go, and I don't understand why it isn't there. Why isn't it there? And again, that's something, again, would have been a great question to ask. Why is the urgency not there? Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh, The goalie here with another comment. How long does Epps get a pass? Just zero production from Marcus Epps. I feel like he played okay when he came in, uh, but yeah. But he came in at a time where the team were kind of turning it around and being more aggressive. I yeah, I, I can understand he might do better off the bench. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, takes more to look at some of this. I just yeah. Oh man, uh, BJ trying here. to break this down is <laughs> oh. uh, frustration of bounds. Everyone around us tonight felt it, and it came out in some of the chance. So let's talk about the chance for a little bit here in the yeah. press box. Obviously, it was a rough game for the referee. I felt there were some calls, that I think especially at the beginning of the game, that Greg Hurst yellow, I think it came out a little bit too early. In my opinion, I could see the point of view of the referee as well. But that when you bring out a card like that, especially in a play where both men go up for the ball, you know, there were obviously on some physical play, and you bring out that yellow card, you kind of set the tempo for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. So it makes it more difficult to say, hey, well, what happens here? Or what happens if there's a similar play? And I, and I told you when we're down there, I was like, there's an, an exact play happened a few minutes later, and he didn't bring out a yellow card. Mm-hmm. So what was the difference there? And I think you could see it in the crowd. You could see it in the coaching staff, in the players. Everybody got upset because I, I, a lot of people felt like the, the game was not being called fair. I, I'll be perfectly frank. I don't think that there was any real one-sidedness in the refereeing um, tonight. I mm-hmm. think that to go down that route would be a little bit Homer-ish, a little, yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, little bit biased. Um, I, I feel as though... There's a lot of things that went wrong tonight. And while we can look at the referee, I can kind of question some of the decisions. You can question some of the man management and the game management, perhaps. Um, I also feel as though there were one or two penalty shouts Rising had where I was just not convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that that kind of frustration also builds up, right? Yeah. But ultimately, that frustration tends to build up not just... Don't get me wrong, fans will shout at referees any game and any day of the week, mm-hmm. right? Happens every single time. But some of that frustration also comes out because of the quality of the play and people are already on edge. They're already really struggling. And look, it the crowd here was not great tonight. I'm sure the weather had a big impact on that. Yeah. But the crowd here was not great tonight. And I feel as though, unfortunately, some of the results, some of the, it's not inspiring. This isn't inspiring fans to come out here and sit through 110 degree weather. Yeah. There was one of our colleagues here that was it was one of his first games back in a, in a very long time and he said it's so quiet. It's really quiet yeah. when you're watching the game. There's not besides the bandidos, there's not a lot of cheering from the other sides of the sections. If there were, it's at the referee, not actually, you know, uh, cheering on rising. And you can feel that. You can feel that in the air when you come in. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of nervousness. The the fans don't know quite what rising you're going to get or you're going to get that rising that scores two goals against New Mexico and and you know, take command of the uh of the game, or are you going to get the rising of the past two weeks where they come out strong, they're not able to finish. After halftime, they come out flat, they get in a little bit of trouble, they try to finish the game, and ultimately it ends up badly. So yeah, I think the fans are experiencing that as well, where they're like, should I even go to the game? It's 110 degrees. Do I really want to sit through that just to watch the team lose and not play great football? It's, it's, a, it's a very good question to ask. I would say to Tyler's comment here about you saw some bandido shitless and wants to join them. <laughs> go on, do it, do it. Yeah, that is one bit of positive we can take here, at least. Yeah. Those guys down there, they had the water pistols out, you know. I, I mean, you got a little bit wet. I saw that, too. <laughs> I, yeah. It's I mean, rough. Teresa's comment here about Musa coming off here. You know what? That would be another great question to ask, wouldn't it? Why did Madrid Musa come in and not Haugli? <laughs> Why did Madrid come in and not Haugli? There's a great question. Musa and his injury, what's it looking like? Yep. How's that doing? Of course, questions that we don't yet have answers to. Um not great. I'm going to keep harping back to this. You know, I'm going to keep harping back to this. Because go off. This is your time. People want people want Owen to go yeah. off. Go go for yeah. it. <laughs> I, and to Turk's comment here about Musa being back. Yeah, I, I understand that. There's optimism with some of the guys that are coming back. The only thing is, is that even with Musa back, they've actually lost their last two games. Is that a three that they've had here? And if there's a risk yeah. of re-injury, that's the real worry here. Because, of course, when you re-injure something or pick up more knocks along the line, yeah it can delay you even longer than when you were first out. And again, yeah. we, we don't know. We have no idea what's going on with that at the moment, but it's uh, well, Albert. Albert, how dare you? Albert in the chat. Yeah, here. we're going to blame Albert it's on that first one. Season. First season. This <laughs> is season to get older and they're struggling. Albert, cancel. Go, leave. You know, no, we're, not, don't. You know <laughs> who we're not canceling? Tyler, he said your scars are top notch with the breathable fabric and active gear. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. If you guys haven't yet, go to phnxlocker.com and check out our scars. I don't I didn't bring it tonight, but... Uh, make sure I to... almost brought one. Yeah. I almost brought one. I almost <laughs> put it in the bag, and then I forgot at the last minute. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for that. But uh, it's just tough, man. It's tough to see. It's, it's tough to experience it. It's like, you know, and I think everybody in the press box, especially, just kind of looks at each other. It's like, these guys can do a lot better, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that it's not happening, and then you, can, you see something like Rick not addressing mm-hmm. the media, and not coming out, I think it just leaves cowardly. a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just feels cowardly. And again, it, I will, I will re- withdraw that if he's been fired, um, which we don't have any evidence for at this point in time. Yeah. Um, but if he has, then I'll withdraw that because that's out of his hands. Yeah. But if he, as long as he's still in this job, if he doesn't come and speak to us. It's cowardly. I mean. So what if tomorrow he wakes up and he, and he goes on Twitter and says, "Hey guys, I'm sorry. It was a rough game. I just didn't feel like it." Does, 
Isn't he required to go on and address the media? It's, uh, it's... Not necessarily. No, USL rules. I don't. I can't speak to that because yeah. USL don't publish their rule books. Okay. Um, but look, I mean, being left out for a uh, forty minutes. I, I, I mean, you're looking on Twitter right now. Ramon has got Twitter up. He's looking at these, seeing all the damn. We got uh, owners already told him. Says uh, Richak. Uh, what else is there? I never realized the fans or media can find the managers and avoiding fines. Um, Taco president saying, to be fair, I don't show up to my exit interview either. Where else <laughs> we got Mike with a uh, dang, I still believe in Rick, but this has been a tough stretch of matches for him in terms of gameplay and comments or lack of comments like tonight. Reese with wow, is it over then? Robert Cox with that's new. Go back up for a minute. There was one I missed tire up with, uh, what was it? Just a damn, pretends to be shocked. Uh, this comment here, you are a coward, Rick Shantz, face the music or resign. And can we scroll back? I think there's one more. Probably hidden behind the fact that it's swearing, but I just want to see All what right, it says. Let's see what it has. Let's see. Uh, coward wow. fair weather manager um, says Thomas with soccer for life adding, wow, that is not at all who Rick Shantz is. I am beyond shocked. Um, yeah, this is not yeah. good. People are sounding off on Twitter. I, I think the problem here is, and I said, I gave a lot of warning in that piece that came out yesterday mm -hmm. saying, look, the atmosphere will get negative. Things will go badly if things don't pick up soon. And to me, when you do that, you not only lose, which sets people off in a position whereby, uh, you know, I, I, you know, they're not happy. It's another loss. But you, you, you don't even come out and talk about it. I just think you poison that well even more. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not no, a good look at all. It's a terrible look. Uh, it's a terrible look. As the head coach, you take the responsibility to address these issues and, fa and face the media and, and stand up for what's happening on the pitch. This, it's basically, it's all on you. It's, it, that's, what, that's what it is. I say this in the nicest possible way. If they think that we're scary after a result like this, wait until you get into big, biggest places. And that's what I've been saying. We it's, talked about this off camera uh, this week where it's, it's, the pressure is there. You know, we, you know, you and I both covered different teams and we've been there and it's, it's, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get no. easier. You know, it's, it never it's, gets easier. And so it, it's tough. But like, let's look at the other side. You know, Rick is dealing with a lot of injuries his key player you know can, can you and the, the the guys from blaze radio were making a great point during their broadcast is that it without lambert rising is not as great of a team as they no. think they are it, without him they become mediocre they become average you can yeah. even say so it's if you rely on one player that's atrocious yeah what's the recruitment policy yeah what's the plan that's the same point they made what's going on mm -hmm. what on earth is going on in this club yeah and so it's it's rough it's rough because he's 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 been played out of position when he's played, you know, in the midfield, when he's able to contribute what he's able to do and bring to the team. Rising are su successful, and we've seen mm -hmm. that this season. But now, no Lambert for a period of, of time. Uh, he, he's been uh, playing out of position. Arturo Rodriguez, six, out six to eight weeks. And he was actually yeah, here time. today. He was, and he was greeting the fans. He was down there chatting in the south end. So good on him. Yeah. Good on him getting out here and actually engaging with the community when he's out injured. Yeah. Um, and you so, know what? I'm... And that's the point I'm trying to make just to wrap up here is that can you really blame Rick for that? No, because he's no. missing a lot of players. A lot of players are down, out due to injury. An example, Musa, he comes back from injury. Is he really 100% well, or is he coming in because Rising need him that badly? Who's that... building this squad? Who's building this squad, right? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. I, I, As far as I know, Rick has a lot of input on it, the way he'll talk about it. Rick has a lot of input on it, but I... You know what? Talk about OGs because I do with some. <laughs> Take a quick break because Owen's gonna. Yeah, I can need, do with something to lighten the mood right break. now, guys. <laughs>
So if you guys haven't yet, make sure to go to ogsbrands.com to try uh, the deliciously uh, the delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer. That's ogeezbrands.com to find an OG's near you. Uh, if you need uh, an indica, you know, a chill sativa, this is the time to go out there, especially after the rising games. So if the Four Freaks uh, Brewing Company isn't working out, then you can definitely go to OG's Brands and get some there. And I think a lot of the fans and a lot of the players maybe uh, need to, you know, take a little bit of OG's. Let's all regroup. Let's all chillax a little bit. You know, it's a, it was a rough game, but here's the thing. There's still a lot of games in the horizon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy right now. There's a lot of games left. It's a tough stretch of games. Have you been on the OG's? I, I think I should, especially after this game. But, <laughs> you know, OG's brands can help out with that. But what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of games left. There's a lot of time to turn things around. But here's the thing. We've said it a, co- a couple of times now. How long can we continue to say that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rail against something right now. Yeah. I'm going to rail against it just. And you can kind of tell it from my comments throughout the night. But is one phrase I hate. Yes. Trust the process. I hate it. Hate it with a passion, right? I don't trust things that I can't have evidence it's happening, uh-huh. right? We're not just believing in make-believe stuff will get better. You know, this isn't that, what's that song? Things will only get better. No, 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 no. This isn't 97. This isn't Tony Blair. This is, and that's a thing that will go over everybody's head, I'm sure. Um, look, <laughs> sometimes I forget how this American audience here. Um, I, I just really, really worry. I think that to Turk's comment here about are they predictable in the final third, yes. Uh, Gully adds as well, zero ability to create or score. Two home shutouts in a row. Incredible. Man, I, what is happening? Yeah. I think I, they were content. We saw that in the second half. They were content just saying, you know what? Let's just throw out uh, crosses. What was That's the last a- good rising game you saw? Seriously. I think it was that New Mexico game the in, in April. Yeah. But they did beat San Antonio 3 0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. even that was. I but even that game, Lund had to come in through. They yeah. Were, they, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think the answer to this team is, is to fire Rick. I'm just going to be upfront about that. I think the players share some of the responsibility. I know Rick knows that he shares some of the responsibility of what's, of what's happening this year. And it, it's in, uh, to uh, Turk's point and D Gully here, they've shown zero ability to create or to score. Mm-hmm. There's only so much that Rick could tell these guys. You know, he can't go out there and do it himself. These guys have to create. Santi Moore has to create. Epps has to take the responsibility. I know we, we talk about Greg Hurst, you know, scoring a, a great amount of, of goals, but he hasn't in the last few games as well. Is, is, is there some responsibility on him? So someone like Luis Ae has experience. He's, he's traveled the world. Yeah. This is a, a place where he can bring that experience, that leadership, and say, you know what, guys? It's up to us. There's only so much that Rick and his coaching staff can do we have to finish uh, when, when it comes to the games as but well. See, that's where I slightly disagree because who brings these guys in that don't perform? Yeah. You know, who is putting them out there? Who knows at the moment the ta- tactically what's happening? Tactically, what is going on? What is the plan? Yep. I, I don't know sometimes what the plan is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the errors we're seeing are the same errors time and time again. And I just question what is being done about it. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe that would have been a question again that we could have asked tonight. Yeah. Because it is sometimes the same errors time and time again. And I know they were working on finishing this week, but again, it wasn't there tonight. Yeah. Um, it's I, just the same thing over and over. Yeah. So there I'm has to say, be. Again, and I know there are people out there on Twitter, on in our chat, who are saying, time to go. I'm not specifically saying that. I am saying, I though, so. at this point, blame needs to be worked out. 
you will need to work out internally what on earth is going on. And the simple answer is it needs to be fixed mm -hmm. or there need to be changes. Yeah. Because right now, more of this, more of this is not good enough. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, let's take another quick break, guys, and talk about DraftKings. If you guys haven't yet, you guys can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, you guys can you know, bet on that app and use promo code PHNX and make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals. And also, you guys can bet on the USL championship i will lose say, money like i did today uh, i lost some big money on wednesday man but <laughs> it's always a good time when you're betting with DraftKings sportsbook uh so if you guys make any five dollar bet during the nba finals you can get 150 dollars in free bets instantly if you do that's promo code phnx only at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see the show notes uh below for details so yeah make sure to do that i see i was gonna bet on the warriors yesterday but they they screwed me up the the game before so i did it and that's when they go when steph curry goes on and they win so yeah you, you know what though <laughs> and i'll i'll make this comment because people are saying things about team showing no effort seem entitled players have to be held accountable mm -hmm. uh last comment there from matt we can't forget what rick has done the past three years i still maintain unfortunately i'm not seeing positive signs i worry about the relationships in that locker room mm. even Okay, right now, I worry about that. I really, really worry about that. And I, I don't know. I'm... I think Matt makes a fair point. Uh, we can't forget what Rick has done over the past three years. I understand the point of view when it comes to that. But how long? Because th this... But how long do you coast on past success? Yeah. Like, because it's not working this year. Yeah. Nothing's working this year by the looks. Mm -hmm. um, I... I mean, to BJ's point here, the team seems to be lacking an identity. And unfortunately, I worry if that's the case in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. not just on the field. So actually, this goes beyond beyond Rick, beyond the players. I worry that in many ways, this club seems to be losing direction. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that has to come down to ownership. I think part of it is they have to actually grab this by the horns and say, where exactly is this club going mm -hmm. right now? Where are they going? Yeah. They're not going to MLS. We can see that in the short term, that's not going to happen. I just... I just worry then what, what is happening here because are we seeing the right things to grow this club? Today's attendance would suggest that we're not. No, for sure. Today's atmosphere would suggest that we're not. Mm -hmm. The kind of negativity that's now surrounding this club online would suggest that we're not. That's what I mean. There's confusion. There's confusion with the fans. I, There's confusion on the field. People just don't know what's going on. They don't know who Rising is right now. So, mm -hmm. um Let's see here. Another great comment. Uh, I was at the match by D. Gully, and uh, he wants to know, what was your take on the pen and the red? I haven't seen the replay. Both seem harsh. Now, if you're talking about the, the penalty that was supposed to be given for, for Santi Moore right there when uh, I think it was Yuma that, that had a bad touch, I did not think it was a penalty. And I think that kind of speaks. The Santi one, no. The Santi one, no, no. Nah. And that speaks volumes to the headspace that Rising and their forwards are in right now because instead of fighting and saying, you know what, I'm not going to take this dive. I'm going to continue this play. I'm going to try to get something going. You, you were given an opportunity, you know, obviously by, by the, the El Paso defense to make something out of that, and you choose to dive. I don't think it's it was – It's not a dive, I but here's what I'll say it okay. is. It's not a dive, but mm -hmm. it cannot to me be a penalty for the very simple reason Yuma does not extend himself at all beyond his silhouette when he had the ball. He doesn't move. And he's entitled to that space he's got. And, and that's what you I'm saying. You can't run into a guy and then say, I was fouled. Exactly. He's still. So like, that's what I mean. What kind of mentality tells you about your forwards? When instead of saying, hey, 
I'm going to go and try to make something out of this play that I've been given. They say, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I can get the penalty instead of trying to make something either for Hurst or for Epps on the other side or, or Santi himself, who is in dire need of a goal and, and score and get on the board and get rising back in the game. That's, the, that's what I question about that play. Because why take the try to get the penalty instead of trying to make something of that uh, opportunity you were giving? That's that's my point. Yeah, yeah. I. All right, all right. Lot There's of, a lot. lot of stuff there is going a on. lot to unpack. <laughs> there is um, a lot. And can we shout out all of you watching along uh, from home definitely. in the car going back? I do want to shout out our producer Jacob as well because he's up Jacob here and David as well. David, shout thank out to you, our guys. It's been a weird one with the. 40 minutes standing around waiting Jesus. to see if someone would come out to speak to us, and yeah. he didn't. We did. I will say that we did speak to Dan King. Dan came and okay. spoke to us. Um, unfortunately, a lot has gone on. A lot of, I can't immediately draw back. Yeah. He admitted, yes, there were things that need to be done. The fans deserve better. These kind of home performances aren't good enough. He, Darnell stood up and showed leadership by speaking to us today. So, yeah, I, I'll give him the kudos for that, for, for doing something that his coach ultimately wouldn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, one last shout out to everybody in the chat, Nicholas, Jose, Clinton, uh, Gerardino, uh, the club, the front office and coaching series need to look at themselves and fix the issues. Of course, of course, Albert, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I always appreciate all, everybody in the chat because, uh, you guys stuck around like uh, Owen saying 40 minutes uh, waiting around. is not fun. Um, uh, so we always appreciate you, especially on a Saturday night. Um, I do want to shout out. There were numerous people that say hi to me during the game today. Thank you so much. We, we love the fact that you say hi and you continue to support here at PHNX Rising. I know the team's not doing as well, but we're here to talk about them support. I love building this community, and, and I love the fact that, you know, we have access to this team like, like we do, and, and we're able to, 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 you know, everybody talk about it. So it's going to get better. we got to be yeah. positive about it. That's, that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's – oh, I'm going to drink a bit more water, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, all of this ranting and shouting and everything is going to break down again. We're going to do that on Tuesday, so make sure to join us there. I think we're going to wrap it up here for tonight. It's been a long night. Not a it great has. result. Um, 24-7 podcast, says Tyler. But, yeah, oh, God, Tyler, I can't do that. No, I, I can't no, do that. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do want to shout out also before we wrap up the king of the game as well. Like we were talking about earlier, we thought, you know, I personally thought Santi Moore had a great game tonight. Um, you know, he's getting better and better. I know the goals aren't there yet, but I feel like he's, you know, getting, you know, connecting a little bit more with his teammates, showing a lot more effort. Um, and that way, you know, the goals will come. It's just it's like today we saw it. Uh, we can see it in the stats. 90 minutes play, 51 touches, 26 out of 29 passing uh, accuracy. I think believe it's 90 percent. And then key passes was one. So. Shout out to Santi Moore. He's improving improvement. every week. And, and you know, we, we know what he's capable of. 16 goals last year, if I remember correctly. So it's just a matter of time. He's going to get on the board. And once he does, it's, he's going to go on a tear and uh, going to be able to help uh, rising immensely. Yep. All right. Any last let's, words? Uh, that's it? No more let's rants? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. All right, y'all. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't yet, make sure to go to Twitter and follow us there. Uh, like Owen said, he wasn't able to speak to Rick Shantz tonight. If there's any updates... You know, make sure to follow us on PHNX underscore underscore rising. And we're going to get you I'm up to date. I'm not saying the catchphrase tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. We're going to have to wait till Tuesday. But make sure to join us there. Follow us. We're trying to get to 650 followers. If you do, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to do a drawing for one of the, the followers and get you guys uh, the PHNX rising scarf that just dropped. So definitely. All right, y'all. We're going to uh, wrap it up with that. We will see you on Tuesday. Until then, be well, be safe, and take care. See you later.